I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! (sighs) Smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about friendships, all of the sorts, everything from fake friends, dealing with toxic friendships, knowing when to leave a friendship, what are red flags you should look for, what are good things, finding friends in your 20s, especially during a pandemic, and so much more. I'm so excited for this episode. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself and my friendships within the past four or five years, specifically end of high school into university. And I'm so excited to kind of do like a little bit of a big sis advice episode. Let me know in the DMs on the Morning Ray podcast Instagram if you want more of these big sis advice session episodes. I think they could be super fun. But until then, let's get into our weekly intention. Also, please forgive me if I'm not as energetic or I stumble over my words. I'm a little tired and that goes into my weekly intention and that is to de-stress. I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed with school right now. I'm finishing up a course and I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed by my new responsibilities, adjusting to my new role and everything. I know I will be okay, but my weekly intention is to really focus on de-stressing and not letting myself get worked up over the little things and to bring my head into and mindset into the present because 
stress and anxiety and anxious feelings arise from thinking of the past or the future and living in those time frames when in reality, if we just lived in the moment and stayed present to where we are right now and what we're doing right now, then we wouldn't be as stressed or anxious. That leads me into the tip of my week, and that's to implement self-care moments and practices that I know will help relieve stress. I have been saying this for a while, but I haven't really journaled since I was sick with COVID back in March, (laughs) end of April, beginning of April. So it's been a hot second and I'm starting to notice where my my mental state is going. And so I really want to get back into the habit of journaling, even if it's just answering one question a day, I have a journal that does that for me and I can just answer it. That's where I want to go. I want to practice what I preach with journaling and get back into that because I really think that's going to help with my headspace and de-stressing and all of that. And that leads me into my current favorites. I don't know if these are really current favorites that are tangible to you. One of them could be But my current fave right now is apartment hunting. I'm only moving in August, so one could say that I'm hunting a little bit too soon. But guys, the Toronto market, especially downtown, is getting competitive because offices are announcing that they're going back to work in September and so people are moving back. And I just want a good apartment at a good price, you know, in a good location, just living my hot girl summer self, my young 20s self. But I've been apartment hunting. It's so much fun looking at apartments. I've been going with my mom to go look at them because I don't want to go alone. I don't know what the realtor, the the landlord is like. And I feel like it's nice to have a second pair of eyes. And my roommate, her name's Chloe. Eventually, we'll get to meet her. But she lives in Montreal. So I'm doing all the touring and sending fun videos, which is nice because then it reminds me to take the videos and I'll have them on hand for comparison, memories, all the good stuff. But definitely a current fave is apartment hunting. Super random, I know. And alongside that is also being downtown. I love being downtown. Whenever I drive downtown, I'm in such a better mood. Like, it's an instant mood booster, as Lauren Elizabeth would say. I love the drive down. That's probably going to be the one thing I'm going to miss once I'm living down there come August. But I love being downtown. I love the energy. I love the walkability. I love all the fun restaurants and cafes and stores and just the atmosphere, the ambiance, shall we say. I just... I love it so much and I'm so fucking excited to live downtown in the heart of Toronto. I'm so excited and you just get ready. If you follow me on Instagram, I hope you do. I don't know. Maybe some of you find me through the podcast, but get ready for sunset photos. Welcome to the Sky Club photos on my Instagram stories, on Reels. I'm so excited for the content. I'm so excited for just life in general downtown. I'm so excited. Oh my god. Okay. Bring you into my third and final current fave. This one I guess is a little more tangible and one that you can all do, but I really love night walks around sunset and making sure I get to a spot where I can see the sunset really nicely, like a park. There's this one park in my area where you just see it because there's like no buildings. 
So you really get a good skyline view and I just love it. it. The temperature is lower. It's fun to go with a friend. It's fun to go with a guy friend, winky face. Um, but I just love night walks. They're just kind of relaxing before bed. Helps with the digestion after dinner, you know. They're just, they're all around in A1 selection time for walks. Quick break to talk about today's sponsor, Work Patterns. Thank you so much for sponsoring Morning Ray. Work Patterns is the people management app that gives managers tools for unlocking the potential of their teams. Being a great manager has never been harder. The relationship between employees and their managers is a key driver of workplace productivity and engagement. We believe that with the right tools, managers can be exceptional leaders. Work Patterns is designed to make team management easier, enabling continuous one-on-one feedback, collaborative meetings, recognition, goal tracking, and workflow management all in one place. I know right now a lot of us are working remotely. It can be difficult to not only manage your employees, but as an employee, it can be difficult to stay on top of all the work, meetings, and whatnot you have going on. And that's where Work Patterns comes into play. Whether you're a manager struggling to stay on top of things or a CEO whose organization has outgrown its systems, Work Patterns can help. We've reimagined manager tools for today's working relationships. We provide the guidance and streamlined workflows managers need to stay organized with a structure for unlocking the potential of their teams. If you're interested in trying out work patterns for free, you can go to workpatterns.com. That's W-O-R-K-P-A-T-T-E-R-N-S dot com, C-O-M, and try it out today for free. I'll have it linked in the show notes below. Thank you, Work Patterns, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Before we go into the block of the episode, I'm just going to give you a little update on the merch. If you ordered anything from the Manifest Collection, I've been getting a few questions about where your order is, etc. Everything that I put out is made to order. So essentially, I keep the sales open for one week and then I close it and I place the order. They go into production. From that time frame, it's about two to three weeks for it to be made and then shipped out. So it always says this in the product description. I believe so. I'm pretty sure I put it there. If not, my apologies. But things are in production right now and they should be shipped out within the next three weeks, which is super exciting. I do it this way so it is less stress on me and fear that no one's going to buy up all my stock, you know. But in case you missed out and you still want some Manifest merch, you can purchase the tote bags. Those are still available for purchase on my website, alanaray.ca. It will be linked down below. Um, But now let's head into the bulk of the episode on friendships, I headed to my Instagram at LannyBFit to ask you to send in some questions about friendships. And these are some of them. Um, let me just double check to see. Oh, we got quite a few more. Okay. So the first question from a listener is, how do you handle fake friends? For the longest time, I put up with fake friends and I would put in more effort than they would put into the friendship and they would be super fake to me and they're kind of like two-faced like one-on-one they would be really sweet to me and want to include me or if they're in front of people that they wanted to impress they would be super friendly and act like we were bffs but on the other hand they would be really distant and not include me in things unless it was for their benefit um i have since don't interact with people who are going to be fake friends. If I catch on that someone's being a fake friend to me, I won't. I will 
fizzle that relationship out as they said on Diet Starts Tomorrow's podcast about friendships. Um, I just don't think fake friends are worth your energy or time. The people that really care about you and want to be friends with you will put in the effort and why should you waste your energy and time on someone who's just being fake to you? It's really not worth it. I'm not saying to go ahead and start a whole fight with them. That's really not, I don't think that's worth it either, but you can just be neutral with them. You don't have to message message them all the time. You can just be neutral to them. And I highly recommend being aware of who's really a true friend to you and who's a fake friend because real friends are just they're so much better and you're going to be so much happier and feel so much more loved. This question's a fun one. What are your go-to drinks for a girl's night out? Okay. I'm like getting past the stage of just doing straight shots. So I really love white wines. I like a Pinot Grigio. I'm more of a sweet girl than a dry girl when it comes to wine. I also love rosé. I love this it's the Bankrock Rosé. It's an Australian rosé. I love it. It's so delicious. I also love getting, this is so random. Please don't judge me. I really like getting a tequila club soda and pineapple with like pineapple juice. It's honestly really good. It's kind of a mouthful to say at the bar, but it's delicious. Um, You could even do like a soda water instead of like a club soda, but it's super delicious. Any, honestly, any cocktail on the menu that seems really fun, I will go for. I really like them. I had like an Amarato sour. I probably just butchered that. But um, anything like sour is really good. I really want to try spicy margarita. Kayla, be well with Kayla. Guys, I promise like we're, we're just good friends. Um, She has made me really inclined and interested to try out a spicy margarita, a spicy marg. Um, so that is definitely going to be the next thing I order and I encourage you to try it out with me because apparently they are bomb. The next question from a listener is, do you manifest good friendships? If yes, how and do you do it daily? I guess you could say I've manifested good relationships or friendships. I went through a period of time where I felt like I didn't really have friends. I felt like I had a lot of fake friends friends that weren't really meeting me halfway and didn't really value me. And I would think about how I really wanted friends that would put in the same amount of effort that I did and would really make me feel loved and valued and wanted. And so I think just having that mindset and being aware of those qualities when you're seeking out friendships or making connections with people is how you would manifest it. You can even practice it in manifesting in your journaling practice. So you can write something along the lines of, I am so grateful and my heart is so full. My heart is warm now or my chest is warm now that I'm surrounded by people who truly love, care, and value for me in the near future or like I have that now, something along those lines. I wouldn't say I necessarily do it daily, but or maybe actually no, I would say I do it daily because I look for those qualities in my current friends and anyone who I come into contact with. I'm very aware of the energies that other people put out, and I think it's really important. What are qualities we should be looking for in friends? I think I kind of just touched on this, but you want friends that actually care and value you. They care about what's going on in your life. They ask about your day-to-day. They 
encourage a positive and healthy relationship. They want the best for you. They're kind of like your number one cheerleader. They're not envious or trying to push you down. They don't bully you. And you feel really good around them. You feel energized when you're with them. You feel energized when you leave them. You feel good about yourself while you're with them and when you've left them. And you should enjoy your time with them. What are red flags in friendships? I think red flags in friendships, I mean, I'm no relationship expert here by any means, but this is just based on my own experiences. But I think red flags are definitely if you are fighting a lot and your friend is kind of bullying you in a way, they're trying to push you down, you feel really competitive with one another in an unhealthy and toxic way, you find out constantly that they're shit-talking you to other people or they are participating in a lot of toxic behaviors and energies with you. I don't think that's something you want in your tribe. That's not someone you want in your circle. I know I feel so much better now that me and my friends and I'm surrounded with friends that we don't try to push each other down. We're very much cheerleaders for one another and we lift each other up and we don't spend majority of our time shit talking other people. In fact, we barely talk about other people. We're not really gossiping anymore. That's kind of like high school. That's middle school. Um, you don't really want that in your life, especially not in your adult life. So I would say those are my red flags. Um, I would also say a red flag is if they're kind of two-faced, say one-on-one they act towards you or with you one way and they act like you're they're your best friend and you're really good friends, but then in a group setting they kind of ignore you or they tend to forget about you. Um, another red flag would be if you feel like you're reaching out to them way more than they're reaching out to you, it should feel 50-50 in a friendship. A friendship is a two-way street. You don't want it to all just be you or all just be them. How to make friends in your 20s during a pandemic? This is a great question. I also have this question when it comes to dating. How does one find a boyfriend or a love interest in your 20s during a pandemic? It's very difficult. However, I strongly advise you put yourself out of your comfort zone and you utilize social media and you send that DM. Shoot your shot the same way you would DM someone on a dating app. DM girls that you think you would have a good time with or I wouldn't necessarily right off the bat like ask them out for plans, but solely chat to them on social media platforms. Um, A lot of girls are like influencers or have started little blogs and whatnot for them. Um, And you can have conversations with them, respond to their stories. Um, I've made a lot of friends through Instagram and some of my really good friends. Heck, Kenzie is my best friend. I like to call her my twin flame and we met through Instagram. So anything is possible. And now that things are opening up, go out, go to a coffee shop, even if you're like by yourself and talk to the waiter, talk to the barista, talk to people. Don't be afraid. Like no one is going to judge you and everyone's like kind of longing for that connection. So don't be scared to say hi to someone that you think you could be friends with. Be open-minded. Leaving high school friends and finding college friends. I would definitely say my friend group shifted between high school and university, but even more so between second and third year. Um, or at least in third year when I transferred to universities. 
And I think it's important to be open to exploring other social groups and to not be tied down to the social group or social circle that came with you to university. It's okay to step outside of the bubble and to explore and meet other people. You can meet them through your classes. If your classes are digital, like online, then you can reach out to someone in your class. You'll you see their name in Zoom. You can DM them, start asking about notes or like if you want to like be study buddies or something and a friendship could come out of that. I've had so many friendships come out of being in classes. You can join societies and a fraternity or sorority. There's all sorts of different things. You could join the dance team. If you like to work out, you could chat to different girls at the gym or guys. Um, There's so many different ways and it's totally cool if your friends change in college and it's it's so normal. It's okay if those people are so different to who you were friends with in high school. We change as we get older and we find ourselves and that impacts our friendship circles. Platonic boy-girl friendships. Okay. I've had quite a few close guy friends in my life and I think it's totally cool and possible to have a platonic boy-girl friendship. Um, I definitely have those relationships and those friendships, it is possible for one to catch feelings, but it's all about setting those boundaries and being communicative and just being open and honest with one another. I've had instances where one of us has developed feelings and then we kind of just end up being friends. Um, You work through it and it's totally possible. And I honestly love my platonic boy-girl friendships. I feel like it's such like a weird thing. Like it's just a friendship. Like you don't have to put a gender on it. It's okay to have friendships with people who may not necessarily be the same gender as you or identify as the same gender as you. Um, It makes life more interesting. It makes gatherings more fun. And I don't know. I back it. If you're scared of it, don't be. Um, I'm not sure what like other advice this listener was looking for, but they are amazing and I highly recommend it. And if all your friends say like you're going to hook up, like you don't have to hook up with him or her, whoever it may be. Like you can have a totally platonic friendship. Making friends outside of establishments, schools, sport teams, etc. So this kind of goes back to how to make your friends, how to make friends in your 20s in the pandemic and use social media. Like it's there for a reason. It's there to connect us and don't be afraid to reach out to someone and start talking to someone. It's totally chill. I've made so many good friends over social media. That's how I made, became friends with Kenzie, like I've just said, how I became friends with Noam, Ariste, Haley, so many people. I've became friends with them over social media. Don't be afraid to go up to people. Don't be afraid to reach out. Be open to different social outings and becoming friends with the people that you meet there. Do you think it's wrong for your friend to be close to the guy who you like slash are interested in? I think this depends on so many different factors. Like, were they friends and then you developed feelings for that person? Did they become friends with that guy after you told them that you, like, what are the conditions? I don't think it's wrong. I think it depends on how your friend is acting towards that guy. Um, especially if she knows. But at the end of the day, the guy isn't a prize. I've had so many arguments with friends. Okay, not so many. It was just it was just me and Corey. We had some fights over friends and 
over friends, over guys, um, over a guy. <laughs> um, you can listen to my episode with Corey, Corey Maddie on the podcast. I think it was like episode three or something. Um, but I don't think it's wrong. I think it boils down to what their behavior is. And at the end of the day, the guy will choose who he wants to be with and you can't really control that. But should your friend go out of her way to become friends with this guy after you tell her that you like him? I don't think it's the wrong, but I don't think it's the nicest thing. If she was really your friend, I don't think she would do that, in my opinion. Tips on entering a new friend group when everyone else is really close. I think you just have to be confident, be yourself, just know that they want to hang out with you because they want to hang out with you. And if you don't really vibe with them, then you can go find other friends. You don't have to be in a friend group. I feel like TV shows and movies always portray that you have to be in this friend group, whether it be like three three girls or guys or or like this group of five girls that always gets along. Like that's not always the reality for everyone. I know it's not the reality for me. I have my friends in different places and I have little groups of friends in different places and that's totally cool and that's totally normal. I've learned that I rather have quality friends over quant an insane quantity of friends and it's different for everyone. We all have different needs, values, morals, etc. But just know that it's okay if you don't vibe with that friend group, if you don't feel included by that friend group. Who says you have to stay there and hurt yourself by trying to fit in or make them like you. I think it's we I think that there are friends for everyone and you just have to find your tribe and put out the energy that you want to attract back and I promise you will find your people even if it takes a bit longer, you will find them. I promise. I found mine and I thought I never was. I always felt kind of like an outcast in my friend groups. Um, for a lot of the time and now I really feel loved and valued and I feel like I have really good friendships that I truly appreciate and they appreciate me. But just be open and just be yourself and let them get to know you and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You find your people somewhere else. That's it for today's episode. If you liked it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps support the pod, especially the reviews. I love reading them and they mean so much to me. So if you liked this episode and you like the podcast in general, make sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.